What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. With me this week is our main co-host, Mamats. Mamats, what's good? Hey, yo. So we're running a uh, two-man team this week, so we're going to uh, keep it tight and keep it clean. Um, this week, we're reviewing Jobless Reincarnation. Yeah, it's a uh, part of our first impression thingy that we did uh, last couple episodes back. So we decided to choose uh, Jobless Reincarnation as as our um, main choice. <laughs> how, how should I put it? Nicely. Though. So, well, we decided to watch this one because, <laughs> well, Dungeon Only, you can enter. No. That was some... That was some <laughs> um, and... Uh, Reincarnated as a spider, I'm a or I'm a spider. So what or so whatever that show was called, um, wasn't done with its season yet. So we decided to go with Jobless Reincarnation, um, and we were all really hyped for it. So we're going to be reviewing that show today. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, Mamats, what's the question of the week? So the question is um, um, about the opening and ending um, theme song of. Uh, of anime shows do you think that this this kind of things really relevant in, in modern days now you know i think it completely depends on the person who is watching the show and mm-hmm. so let, let's put it this way um most of our um, anime community now what do you think well, I mean, that's the thing, though. I think it definitely still depends on who's watching the show. Um, some mm-hmm. people live for their anime intros. Some people, yeah. like, that's their ringtone. That's what they blast on their way to work or when they're working out. They love their anime intro and outro songs. Uh, me, personally, I am more about the anime itself. Um, occasionally, I'll, I'll find a really good one that I like the song for, like uh, Killing Bites. I mm-hmm. love the intro for that show. Um there's been a couple others, like, especially when I was younger, like, I remember I, I was back when anime was not as uh, freely available as it is today. Um, there was a particular outro for Inuyasha that I was just hooked on. So that was my ringtone for probably a good couple years. Um, but as I got older, I stopped, I stopped caring about the intro and outro as much. Um, I, I find myself with less time, so... I want to get to the meat of the show as quickly as possible, so I, I often don't watch them. Um, but I think they still—I think they're still relevant today. I think it really just depends on the audience and um, and what how they feel about it. But I definitely think there's a huge audience specifically for the theme music. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, though, uh, most of the youngins, you know. Just the keep youngins. over the, the the opening and the ending credits, you know. Well, I mean, so, um, does uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation ha- have the feature to skip the interest? No, they don't. Oh, it is not like, no. like Netflix, huh? No, it's not like Netflix. I wish they did. Um, <laughs> well, they have the fast forward ten second button, so I have to tap that nine times, and then I'm good. But um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know when i go to conventions and stuff and like i still see people like because on a lot of like the um the slice of life show like shows and um a lot of like some of those ones 
they have like dances that they do in the intro and i see a lot of people who are like cosplaying like they'll get on stage they'll put they'll do the routine from the intro so i think there's definitely still an audience for it i don't think I mean, it's uh uber i important. mean for me it is an essential part of watching an anime you know because if you go to conventions what kind of music that you want to jam on most of the anime songs are, are intros and uh, outros Right. Rarely that they well, they they put one in, in the middle, you know. Right. the The other problem I have with it is, I don't like watching it because they use clips from the show in the yeah. intro. Uh huh. So sometimes don't find out stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. If you really analyze, oh, maybe you have good eyes. It it can be a spoiler in some ways. Well, like, okay. So we'll use like Onyx Equinox uh, for an example. Mm-hmm. I was I was watching that show and I, I got distracted by something and I didn't skip the intro like I normally do. And I instantly saw, okay, we're having this many characters in the main cast. One of the girls can do this. There's a floating ball. And I was able to pick out details that were going to be in the show. And yeah, now I, you know all, all their powers now, huh? Well, yeah, now I do. But I don't like, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like seeing what's going to be in the show just because I watched the intro. So I tend to, I, that's another reason I tend to skip it is because it's like, I, I don't like watching trailers for most movies because I don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, same goes for me though. So I look at the intros as somewhat of like a teaser for what's going to happen next in the show, you know? Yeah. But for me, I really like to listen to the intros and outros. So the way I do it, Um, I will listen to the intros, but ne- never pay attention to what happened, what they are trying to display on the intros. You know, <laughs> I try to listen to the song at least. See, I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm too observant. <laughs> so you do skip your intros and outros. So, um, yeah, I know we are going to jump into it, but. How about jobless though? Do you skip it? Yeah, I skipped it on jobless too. Because if you skip it, you will miss some little details that they put in in the intros. Yeah, but then they also put big details in there too that I don't want to see. No, no, no. It is not your typical um, intros. They put like like a real story in the intros itself. So, so you you can. Skip the intros. Well, I did. Oh man, that's too bad. <laughs> well, stop putting spoilers and in intros, and let me all watch them again. No, it is not a spoiler. It is part of the show. I'm talking about in general. All right, okay. Because uh... I can't, I can't trust that one show will do it and one won't. So I have to skip them all. Oh, uh, I yeah. I mean, that is unfortunate. You know, whenever people. People try to skip intros and outros. You may, I guess, um, miss miss some parts of, of a great story in some yeah. ways. <laughs> so, I guess you you shouldn't skip your intros and outros, guys. If you really love uh, anime, that that is my take on it. But you do you though. Uh, there is not one right way to watch anime. All right. That's all. 
Okay, oh wise one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get let's get into this show. Okay. So uh, let's let me get the synopsis over here. So jobless reincarnation. Despite being bullied, scorned, and oppressed all of his life, a 34-year-old shut-in still found the resolve to attempt something heroic, only for it to end in a tragic accident. But in a twist of fate, he awakens in another world as Rudius Greyrat, starting life again as a baby born to two loving parents, preserving his memories and knowledge from his previous life, Rudius quickly adapts to his new environment. With the mind of a grown adult, he starts to display magical talent that exceeds all expectations. Honing his skill with the help of a mage named Roxy McGurdia, Rudius learns swordplay from his father, Paul, and meets Sylphiette, a girl his age who quickly becomes his closest friend. As Rudius' second chance at life begins, he tries to make the most of his new opportunity while conquering his traumatic past. And perhaps one day, he may find the one thing he cannot find in his old world, love. That is a synopsis for um, Jobless Reincarnation from my anime list. Okay. So let's head right into the uh, score and slogan, like always. So, Shannon, please. No, you get to start this week. Me? All right. So my slogan is just two words. Use protection. (laughs) And and my score for it is seven seven out of ten. You know, I was gonna go all serious with my slogan and be like some some some, some uh, truly like actual applicable information or um, yeah. Sure you you, you, you want to hear my my original slogan is? What was your original slogan? Uh, my original slogan that was I I was going for is um it starts as an isekai, continue as a slice of life, and ended as a adventure fantasy. That is boring, right? Your first one was better. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, I changed it. Yeah. <laughs> Last minute. Um, so my slogan was going to be <clears throat> um, proof yet again that talent without hard work is worthless. Oh, yeah, you used that one before. Did I? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I used my backup. Um, <laughs> you have a backup now, wow. Well, I had a backup. It overlapped yours a little bit. Um, okay. But it's like, if you go and bang the maid, use protection. <laughs> oh my God. That, that is far better, though. That is far better. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, let's be real. Um, yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, score for me, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. All right. That's fair. That is a very fair score. I have no complaints about it. So, uh, let, let's jump into the, into this, uh, into this story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really liked the show in general. In general, they have done a really good job. I agree. Yeah. The, the magic system, and you know me, I'm all about the systems. I'm yeah. all about the systems. The magic system in this makes sense. It makes they sense. Have, they have um, the only thing that didn't make sense to me was their rating system. Uh yeah, that that is um, I don't know that, because they, was, they they do they they rank it uh, based on a book, 
you know not on 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 not that part we're i'm talking about their their titles so like rudius learned magic at a saint level Mm -hmm. that water spell but the top tier um is to be a um what is it a, a a king uh so let's see um because uh, intermediate, um, advanced, then uh, saint, emperor, uh, after um, divine, and one other thing I, I forgot. I'm pretty sure it's king because um, yeah. the Gertie, or Roxy became a she became a water king, um, after she um, left. Root. Maybe it's a different in translation, but it is the same thing overall. Yeah. Oh yeah, got to got to account for translation. Um, mm -hmm. Forget about that. Um, but there, for uh, at least in the English version, it didn't make sense to me. Um, like, well, how is it, how is King above Saint level? It didn't make sense. Um, but that yeah. could just be a translation issue. Yeah, translation problem probably because uh, uh, with my sources, uh, when they introduced the rank, it was different uh, than when they they i guess uh re mention it uh after after that it was di uh different all again you know it's two yeah, different so things yeah I, 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 I wish it, it was a translation problem over the so, end yeah so the one i found was beginner intermediate advanced yeah. saintly kingly imperial divine and i guess divine is the absolute max yeah um, Okay, so so Kingly isn't the top tier. Mm -hmm. I thought Kingly was the top tier. No, it was the fifth level. Okay, that that makes more sense then. Yeah. Um, the I like the fact that for in the show he like I said I like the fact he had to work. Yeah, he had talent, and of course being able to read gave him a, gave him a leg up. Um, mm -hmm. But I like the fact that he had not only did he have. He had the talent, the raw talent, by understanding the rules of magic, but he still had to basically work out the quote-unquote muscles to increase his mana pool. I mean, it helps because um, he re remains his old self, but in a uh, young body, you know? So it really helps the understanding of, of how it works in general. Right, but that's what I mean by, like, talent and hard work because mm -hmm. yeah he, he understands the concept of magic because of, because he has his adult mind mm -hmm. but at the same time if he didn't work out those again quote-unquote muscles yeah still would have been just a mediocre magician but the fact that he constantly like would purposely drain himself and force him and push himself every day yeah to point of exhaustion to make to basically increase his powers increase his strength i thought was really cool um, I also like the fact that they didn't make him OP. I mean, not yet, but um, at least they didn't make him unique because someone else can do it too. You know, the spell, uh, the the magic with the incantation and stuff. Well, not well. It's every other people can do it. It's just uncommon. But Sylphiet is definitely <clears throat> going to be a special case in this regard because of the fact that she is an elf. And half we already saw that a half elf, but we already saw that she has a huge, vast mana store that is uncommon. So I don't think yeah. we can really 
it's a litmus test for whether or not he's special. Um, I I mean, he is not special uh, in the means of that he is the only one who can do it in this world, you know? Yeah, he's not the only one that can do it in this world, but it's still super uncommon. Um, yeah. Make it rare and unique is a different thing, okay? Yeah. Being, being, being rare breed is something else. I, I can accept that, but being really unique and you the only one who can do it is kind of like a cheating to me. Right. But what I meant when I said they didn't make him OP, he's not a, he's not a, as adept with a sword as he is with magic. Yeah. The fact that he's he he's good, but he's not and he's nowhere near his father's level. Like he's he's close to his mother's level with magic, but he's mm-hmm. nowhere near his father's level with a sword. Yeah. And I like that fact. I like the fact that they still made it so he's not flawless. Yep. Um, although I do think with all his training. They did kind of like screw the pooch with the scene um, where uh, what is her name? Um, Aries. Uh, was was that, is that the girl that keeps beating his ass that he's supposed to teach? Yeah, Aries. <laughs> yeah, where Aries, um, where she gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. and the dude throws the sword as mm-hmm. part of that sword style, and he sees it spinning in slow motion, but he doesn't try to catch it. Um, I mean, he training. is at shock at that. When he's training, well, no, he's not. When he's he not, was, when he's the not, girl was kidnapped, right? Well, no, no, no. This is after they escaped, <clears throat> like right before um, the. Hold on, so I got to pull up the character names here. Right before the girl, uh, the Sword King, um, mm-hmm. comes in, and saves him. Um, Gillian, 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 Gillian. Right yeah. before Gillian um, saves them. The dude throws the sword and he's sitting there analyzing it while he's in midair. And he's like, that's not a move of desperation. The sword god style has a throwing, has a sword throwing technique. So he's taking the time. He's analyzing it bit by bit. He's not in shock, but he doesn't cross his mind that he's watching this play out in slow motion. He's got the, uh, I can't remember. We call it bullet time, but there's Mm -hmm. an actual name for this. Um, he's sitting there in bullet time, analyzing this whole process and everything that's going on, and he doesn't have the wherewithal to reach for the hilt of the sword. It's spinning slow enough in his mind that his reaction should be able to keep up. We've seen his reaction speed move ridiculously fast. He should be able to reach out for that sword and grab the handle at just the right moment. If not... I mean, use an earth spell to cra- to to create a pillar um, from the ground up to strike to strike the sword and knock it out of the way. Something, but his inability to use what he does know of sword play makes me like for me that just seems, makes it it's kind of a weak point that they put in the story. Like they did it just to give Galen a part in rescuing them and to show that he's not that great yet. When in reality, after fighting his father. Um, I believe he's sparred with Ghislaine a few times. Um, no, he hadn't fought with Ghislaine yet. Um, fighting with his father all that time and watching his father move with the with his true speed and style, he should have been able to to react fast enough to catch that sword or create a countermeasure to it. Um, as opposed to just continuously using fireballs and the sword just cutting through the fireballs. So, so here's my counter argument for that. So probably he lacks the um experience in real battle 
in combat, you know? Because let, let's face it, in reality, when you train in martial art and stuff, but when you encounter a real um, enemy in your life, you will become like uh, stunned, you know? Like shocked. You don't know what to do. Even though you have all the trainings that you possibly can to defend yourself in a way. Don't you you're think? Right. You're right to a point though. You're right to a point. But the other part mm -hmm. of that in studying martial arts is muscle memory. The whole point in doing forms in martial arts and using the same strikes over and over and over again mm -hmm. to where you're doing the same strike hundreds of times a day is to train your body to react without thinking. Because so, when you're in the moment, your yeah. brain is untrustworthy. The key is yeah. to make your body react on its own. So yeah, I, I agree. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe he is not at, at that point yet. Maybe because this is a mind over body thing, you know. Well, no, it's a mind over it's well, it's a mind over body thing at, at, on one scale, but it's also a body over mind thing on the other half. He's yeah. fought his father enough times, and his father never fought him as a child. He fought him as an opponent. Yeah, true, but still, it is still in like. In a safe way, you know, because you know you have a, like, a safe point to to back up on. You know that no. you are not going to die from that. The no, only because he used a wooden sword. <laughs> yeah, there were so many times where he yes. went full force and slashed that fool like he like he showed him the slash. It mm -hmm. cut through a tree, and he hit yeah. him with that same slash. And only reason he didn't die was because he blocked it with his wood with his sword. Yeah. So his father didn't hold back. So we can't say mm -hmm. he wasn't used to to being in full combat when yes. literally the only thing stopping you from dying is your father using a wooden sword. Yes. He, he saw those forms. He saw all three sword styles. Mm -hmm. All three. He fought them repeatedly. Yes. Over the course of he was 10 when he left, correct? Mm-hmm. He was either no, he was 12. He was 12 when he left. So he fought with those forms for we'll say seven years. You mean to tell me after seven years, you're you're not going to be somewhat conditioned to react instinctually? I mean, logically, probably, but because we do see him do it when he uses his magic. When mm -hmm. he fights with his magic and he needs to avoid an attack, he instinctively, instinctively puts out a burst of air in one direction to shift his body to a different direction. We see him do that, so we know so, he can he can react instinctually. So there is one 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 thing though. Um, that is the thing though. He is more inclined towards magic and not swords. Uh, battle. So maybe that is the um the reason why he cannot react in time with swords. He can only thinks um, uh, relatively fast with magic. You know. So I, I don't have a problem with that scene at all. No, my problem. The problem for me with that is if you react. And you enter that state of mind of mm -hmm. clarity to slow down time when you're thinking mm -hmm. about some, an incoming attack. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's magic or if it's a sword style. You've already entered that mind space to slow down time and, give your, and your brain starts thinking to find a countermeasure. But he doesn't ever lean back on his sword technique. Mm -hmm. For me, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, that's weakness in the story for me, not in the character itself and in the story. No, I don't think. I think the story does does a good job with that. 
because he is still growing as a character itself you know so yeah we may argue about this but i don't know i don't know which one is right so yeah we can move on with that well, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, so uh, all right. Um other than that though. Um let let's 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 talk about the some weird stuff that happens in the show. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah. <laughs> I, I so the show suffered from an identity crisis. It did. Because... I mean So uh for the first like seven episodes it 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 just a slice of life you know <laughs> there's nothing really interesting going on they're just having their life maybe it's like drama here and there but n- nothing major happening in this um I guess isekai world um he managed to um uh get 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 past his uh one uh, of his trauma in a way when uh his uh master take him out to 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 see the village you know that is a good thing but is it necessary for to make half of the characters horny see but that's my thing it's like i don't care if you go etchy with it but they went a point beyond etchy cuz yeah, like they when, make everyone horny <laughs> Like it was beyond that though. Like the whole point, like okay, his parents are going at it. That's typical thing that happens with yeah, kids. Yeah, that, that's typical. Okay, I, I can live with that. All right. Right. You actually hear your parents getting down, mm-hmm. but to open the door and see the girl outside the door flicking the bean. Mm-hmm. Why was that in the show? Why was that necessary? Yes. Right. What purpose did that serve? None. <sighs> None. Like I felt, it felt wrong. <laughs> and again, we've watched some. We've watched some serious etchy shows. I've watched a ton of etchy in my day. But that I mean, that is the, the main purpose is to be etchy. But this one though, is was it really necessary to the story? No. Right. It wasn't etchy for the sake of being etchy. It was just like I'm gonna throw in a scene where a girl flicking her bean. Why? And the weird thing is that she knows about it. <laughs> she knows about it and do nothing about it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and that's more. That's more, man. That's more. There's more. There's, there, and that's, there were so there were some scenes in here that just didn't make sense as to why they needed to be in the show. I understand it. I understood. Understand it. I understood the need to to show you his trauma and what he was overcoming. Mm-hmm. We did not need to go that deep into it. Yeah. So I can get get. Uh, I I can accept that um, his father is cheating on his wife, right? No. How how how? Well, no. That is weird. So I I. <laughs> Man, I have lost a point. So I can get that his father is cheating uh, with with his mate. So I I can get that. There's a whole uh, story behind it. But still, though, 
why made it that way? Do you think that um, the the cheating of his wife um, scene is necessary to the story? I mean, we'll have to wait and see with what happens to his little half sister. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's going to determine if that scene was, if that part of the story was necessary. Because she already said that she would make sure that her that his little sister would fall under his, uh, fall into his service. Mm-hmm. So, depending on what becomes of that, will determine really if that part was necessary or not. And it better be something good for, to warrant putting that crap in there. Okay. Because I mean, that was mm. like, do we really <laughs> need to get some real world problems right now? Like, I'm trying to watch an isekai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, uh, about about Sylphiet. So the moment they introduce the characters, you know that she is a, a girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how stupid that the main character can be that you cannot notice that at right. and all. And the fact is like, you got to take off your clothes and start trying to yank their clothes off. I'm like, man, if you don't leave that little girl clothes alone, Get your ass in the bathtub. She gets sick. That's on her. Get in the bathtub and get out. Yeah, and there's a full narration that explains the situation too. That's a bit unnecessary <laughs> in my point. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It, it can be funny, but... Uh, See, but I don't know, man. Another one for me was the interaction when he beat up those kids to save her. Mm-hmm. And then that woman, and then her, his father is like, he shows up and he's like, well, no. And her dad just, just slaps the shit out of him. And then he's I mean, like, that, that is a really good scene. I mean, that well, is that- a really good scene for, for showing that how a bad parenting can um, affect your child. Right, but what does that have to do with this story? This is not a parenting class. Yeah, that's why I said it continue as as a slice of life. <laughs> but that doesn't make sense to the story, even as a slice of life. <laughs> I understand you want to show what happened. You want to show the conflict that can occur with Rudius and his parents because of he is a grown man mentally. Mm-hmm. But that particular one and the way that was done doesn't make sense to do that. There are so many other parts where Rudius asserts himself over his parents and nothing happens that would have made way more sense to, to show that part of it. As opposed, yeah. to, as opposed to that particular scene and pushing that into the story and then just making it disappear. Maybe that's a, the setup for uh, a character development for, for his father, in a way. I highly mm-hmm. doubt you highly doubt it because after that uh when the sylphiet uh scene happened right um he he's changed his father's changed he's become a, a, a listener despite uh, all the issue that uh, rudy has done yeah but i saw that one more of a i saw that more as a i think that would have happened regardless yeah, that would happen regardless. But yes, if if they did, then don't introduce the the scene where um his father just 
go straight and beat, beat the shit out of him, we don't we will not get the scene where um the when Sylvia um scene happened, you know. Well, no, and the the reason I think that it wouldn't have changed is because his father didn't view it as an issue. He mm-hmm. viewed it as more of a oh he's being a horn dog, and oh that's my that's my boy. You are my son, because mm-hmm. that's what, that's what uh, Paul was. He was a total horn dog. He was a total womanizer. So mm-hmm. I would have I think that scene would have played out the same even without the previous one of him jump like learning not to jump to conclusions and to actually listen to what Rudius has to say. Yeah, probably. Probably though, yeah. When you say it that way, yeah, probably. <laughs> when I think about it, yeah. Uh, and one more scene when uh, the fifteen years birthday party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Rudy and um, Aries in, in a room. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Why does that need to be in the story? So I heard that um, uh, uh, th- that episode was banned in China. I bet it was. Yeah, they took down that episode, <laughs> and, and <laughs> later on, later on, the the studio has to um, maybe cut or maybe change the the, the episode quite a bit to be eligible uh, to publish in China again. Well, okay. So here's my thing. The age of consent in Japan is 16. The age of consent in America is 18. The age of consent of, uh, in China, I believe, is 16. So there is not a single country you're planning to air this in where you would have been past the legal age of consent. Yep. Why was this <laughs> in the show? I, I mean, it's between the, the 15-year-old and 12-year-old. That does not change what I've said. <laughs> Neither of them was at the age of consent. I thought Eris was 15 too. Apparently I was wrong about that. So neither of them was at the age of consent. One way far from the age of consent. Yeah, even in Japan, it was 16. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I fully understand. In medieval times in Europe, yeah, you would marry off your daughter at the age of like 12 or 13 or whatever. Yeah, back um, then. But th- we're not in that time period. And this show is obviously not historically accurate. So, what's your excuse? Um, this is a different world. They have a different law. They have a different custom. Right. So, my, it, 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 even Aries that's Philip, right? Right, but why Philip did the writer... Said, no, no, no. Uh, this is story-wise. Not, not, I understand. I'm talking about the writer. Why did the okay. writer feel that it was necessary to put them at those ages... To put them at those ages and put that scene in there. If he bumped Eris up to 15, mm-hmm. so she's Rudy right in... ages Rudius. Yeah, I mean, Rudy is still 12 at that point. During that scene? Yeah. I didn't think so because Rudius has his fifth. I thought he had his 15th birthday. No, not yet. I thought the birthday became came before <laughs> the party. Wait. How how does it work? I could have sworn that his birthday came before the party. If it wasn't, it was it was near. It was very near it. So he was definitely older than twelve. He was probably closer to fourteen or fifteen at that point. Um, I'm about to go to the episode list on this one to try to figure this out. But 
continuing on, uh, what were you going to say about the about the the uncle? All right. So even Philip said uh, when Eris party, right? Eris birthday when uh, after the dance, uh, mm. Rudy like become uh, popular in some ways. Even Philip said, um, if you um, ended up with uh, those those girl, please use protection. <laughs> <laughs> Even Philip d- d- doesn't um uh uh what what is the word? Oh hell no! Encourage <laughs> him to to do it properly. You know, at that okay. age. Right. So okay. So Eris was Eris was twelve. Rudius was 14 at that point. Because I, I Rudy was um, younger than Ares. No, Rudy is older than Ares. Because uh, looking at the episode synopsis, um, it is what, it's what lies beyond effort. And it says, with the approaching date of Ares' 10th birthday party, Rudius allows, dan- allows her dance teacher to take over part of his tutoring schedule. The following episode, Turning Point 1, is two years later, Eris and her family hold a birthday party for Rudius. So Rudius is 12 when he leaves home. So two years after he leaves home, puts him at 14 and puts Eris at 12. No, I, I thought um, Eris wa- was uh, older. Because no, Eris... re- remember that that one scene uh, when when Rudy come to the house and uh, Eris said, You are younger than me. Why should I listen to you? No, you, you, know, you might, you might be right because I thought Rudy has had his. I thought he had his fifth, his tenth birthday before he left home. Maybe he was eight at that point. I don't think I didn't bother memorizing his, the the ages as the show progresses because I didn't think it was going to be this important. Um. So maybe it was um Rudy's tenth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even. Oh, yeah, that, would, that would make his ten, that would make him his tenth birthday, her twelfth birthday. Mm-hmm. But when he got there, he was eight. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, right. So that makes it even worse. Yeah. Twelve <laughs> <laughs> year old and a ten year old. There you What's, go. He was trying to bone. <laughs> This is no. I I mean, Eris is the one who initiated, it, you know? No, not no, 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 no. She, mm. I mean, she's being there, There's knowing so that what's going this. to happen next. There's so much wrong with this. So so that she know what, what what's going on after that, you know? But she's also under. But okay, so if we're gonna take historical context into that, she's under pressure to secure. Some like him in her her family, so to speak, because her father already said that he wants to put him on the throne over his uncle. Yeah. So in order to do that, Rudius would need to be from a different fa- a different arm of the family. Mm-hmm. That's why he can't have any boys. So he's like, well, Rudius isn't from my line. Mm-hmm. So he's a perfect candidate. So she would view that as a reason that she needs to get to to partner with Rudius in order to achieve her family's aims. Yep, in a way. And remember what happened before that scene when uh, uh, Rudy had a talk with Philip 
Philip even said that um, if you want me to put Aries uh, and tie her on your bed, I, I can do that. Right, because he again is trying to secure Rudius's favor mm-hmm. and potentially dethroning the his brother or whatever that keeps taking his sons. So he, so, he didn't do that per se, but Aries. But no. Hinted at Aris it was in her, his room in her own will, right? But she also is looking at it as a means of duty, potentially. Because even though her father wouldn't explicitly say, Go to his room and seduce him by saying, By bringing in, t- if we had someone like Rudius in our family, it would certainly change our family status and position. She is, no. she's a child. Raised and hold on, hear me out. Okay. She's a child who's raised in this kind of family, where that kind of subtlety and and word choice is in itself a coded message, and tells her that she already knows that her duty in in that position, a woman's duty would be to marry someone that would elevate her family status. That that's that is on historical fact. It, it, in that kind of time period, it'd be a woman's duty to marry someone who would elevate her family status because she, in and of herself, cannot elevate their status. So she would automatically see that because she's been raised since she was a child. Well, she still is a damn child, but she's been raised since she was young to understand <laughs> those roles. So I, that's why I think she went to the room, regardless of whether or not she likes Rudius like that. I think that little bit, that little nudge in the dialogue that her father was using was a big reason that she went to his room. I disagree, though. I think um, she went in there because she thought that um, Rudy would be lonely on his 10th birthday because um, their parents, uh, his parents cannot be there, right, at that time? Because monsters are suddenly attacking the village and stuff. So her solution to him being lonely is to show up there in her night clothes. Mm-hmm, yes. And sit on his bed and basically offer herself to him. You are and, out of your and, mind. I mean, and that's why um, she uh, stopped midway. True. No, I think she stopped midway because, because she Because if, if it, it is her duty, she will go on with it regardless. Just because it's her duty. No, just because it's her duty. She's still a child. Let's yeah, remember this. She's still yeah. a child. So just because it's her duty doesn't mean that she would have the full backbone to go through with it. Mm-hmm. To put aside her I don't fear. I think it's about duty. I think it's about Rudy. He, he don't want Rudy to become, he doesn't want Rudy to become lonely that night. That's all. I don't think that's it at all. Not in the slightest. Not one bit. Because, wait, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Because the scene where she doesn't goes to his bed, the scene where she goes to his bed, is before his birthday. No, that's it, after it's the night of, of, of his birthday. No, right, that's the, the party the... and stuff. No, no, no. The night of the ball. No, the, the scene happened on Rudy's birthday, not her birthday. Go back to the synopsis, sir. Give me a second. Turning point one. Okay. Uh, okay, you're right. It is from his birthday. Yeah. Um, so his yeah, parents it's, supposed it's, to be there uh, in his party. It is a closed party, right? Not an open party. But for some no, reason, um, yeah. So but that, that night, Eris thought that Rudy would be lonely, and he, she, she just 
went her own way to go to the room. No, I don't think so at all. Because that's the same night where her grandfather basically can like proclaimed his love for Rudy and wanted to do whatever he could to basically make him a successor. I that mean, they the want to adopt mother. Rudy. <laughs> they all no, want to adopt Rudy. No, no, no. The mother wants to adopt Rudy. The Ooh. grandfather wants to put Rudy in a position of power um, to basically just to dethrone whoever's there and put him in a position of power because he'll be a great leader. And then yeah. the father wants Rudy in that position of power as well. Seeing those three people, the three people that, well, three of the four people that she looks up to the most say those things would make her want to lock Rudy into her family. And I think that's why she did it. I don't think it was a loneliness thing. I don't think it was a comfort thing. I think it was a duty thing, which is why she could not go through with it at the end of it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because... Again, have a tiebreaker, so yeah, yeah another tiebreaker. I mean, the, the seat, the seat itself is is weird. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We should talk. Uh, we should argue about the seat far more than we did. Like we're we're spending way too much time on some shit that should not even be in this show. Um, <laughs> right. And this is so, a great one. This is a great chance for the listeners out there. What do y'all think? Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Facebook on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. Um, let us know what y'all think about this scene because obviously you know how we feel about it, but we want to know who's right. So y'all let, let us know what y'all think in the co- in the comments on, on our socials. Um, yeah. Maybe let, they let's, say let's, I, I'm full of shit and maybe Shannon was right. I don't know. <laughs> I, could, I but, could be completely but, wrong. But you know what? Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so, um, starting with episode eight, the the show starts to become a different show altogether. Right, it <laughs> turns into a completely introduce some, um, maybe necessary or important character in the show, but the way they introduce the character is pretty weird, don't you think? Are we talking about um, uh, Rougerd? Rougerd? No, Rougerd? No, no. Not that guy. Um, they introduced the character that we, uh, half of them we don't know the name. So uh, we have the legendary hero who's slaying the dragon. We have like a self-proclaimed. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Loveless or Laplace. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that Laplace? The one on the ship that uh, commands the other one to go is Laplace. The one that comes down and immediately starts attacking, it's not. I don't know. I don't know the character's name, but probably, but I, I thought Lovelace sure uh, had died. No, they. everyone thought he died, but they're like, his ship is still flying around, so he's like, they didn't know if he was alive or dead, because he hasn't been seen since he slayed the great dragon. Wasn't that Fergius or something? Lovelace is the bad guy, right? No. I thought Laplace is the bad guy. Oh, that might have been, wait. Maybe Laplace was the bad guy. Yeah, Laplace is the... the uh, that was Fergus or something. I, I forgot the hero's name. No, you're right. Yeah, Laplace was one of the heroes who banished the demon god Laplace. Yeah, you're right. See, I can admit when I'm wrong. This doesn't happen <laughs> yeah. <often>. yeah. <laughs> 
so they introduced the legendary hero and we have a self-proclaimed demon lord a lolly at that yeah typical and someone who's slaying the dragon <laughs> what the, i mean it, like i said this show suffers from an identity crisis um <laughs> It's done, and then it all, all of a sudden, this what giant thing that float and expands every year suddenly become a, like a death ray to, to the world. No, 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 no. The you're talking about the 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 attack that like transported them. Yeah. No, like no, no. That was, man, that was just a man. That was just a mana storm. So oh. the mana storm is what caused Perugius to send out his guy. It wasn't caused by Perugius. Oh, all right. Perugius was on that flying ship, and then when he saw the mana storm, he's like, "Oh, someone's trying to reawaken the great demon," and then that's when he sent out his subordinate. So when um, Eris' grandfather and Rudy had a talk, when uh, the grandfather showed like like a balloon or something, that is not a ship, right? I the don't thing that kept, the the things that keep expanding every year. I don't remember that scene. All right, that's uh, that's okay. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I don't want to admit it, but yeah. <laughs> and they 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 all got transferred. Um, Rudy ended up with Aries together. Yeah. And it, even Paul, Zenith, and Lilia. I don't know where, where they have gone. They didn't go but, anywhere. They're, they didn't get transported. Only Ghislaine they, and Eris got transported. Uh, Zenith and Lilia got transported. Paul no, ended up they, with their, their, their child. No, no, no. They were looking. They were out there looking for... Uh, they were out, Paul was out there looking for Rudius, but he wasn't transported. No, not, not Rudius. Zenith and Lilia. His wife but, and his mate. Wait, who's Zenith and, Zenith and Lilia? Zenith is his wife, Paul's wife. I don't remember Lilia, that. Lilia is his mate. No, no, no. I understand that. I'm saying I don't remember them getting transported. They are all getting transported. Remember when Paul uh, start to uh, uh, like send like a like a letter to to the the people on the village that if uh, if Rudy or someone who knows them um, try to uh, look for them that uh, Paul said that he's going to be in uh, some kingdom with um, with his children remember that? no I just remember Paul meeting up with two of the old members of his crew and then yeah. I don't remember him I don't remember Xenia being Paul is trying to, to look for Rudy Zenith Lilia See, I just remember him looking for Rudius. I don't remember him looking for the other two. Oh, you, you missed quite a lot then, I guess. Oh, maybe, maybe you skip skip the intro. That's why. That's not part of the intro. No, it is part of the intro. I swear. I swear. You put important shit like that as part of the intro. You, I will slap you. That is a terrible place to put anything like that. It's like, oh yeah, I hit it in the intro. That's if fucking stupid. You skip the intro in the show. You will miss. Quite, quite a bit. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't skip the intro for this show because the song just plays over them doing what they're normally doing. I didn't skip the intro for the show. Yeah. 
No, 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 I watched. If you skip, I, I may have skipped like the, 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 the intro. You missed no, 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 I did skip the intro. So I need to look up the synopsis for each episode now because I'm trying to remember it. I don't remember him ever. I don't remember Zini. Or, I can't remember the wife's name. I can't say the wife's name right now in my head. Um, going missing. Mm-hmm. So Paul ended up with uh, his two children. Um, Zenith and Lilia can, uh, cannot be found anywhere. So Paul uh, started a, a search team and he's, he's looking back on his uh, old crew to uh, start the, the, search, um, the search team. And this is where when, um, uh, what is uh, Rudy's master's name again? When she got back to the village and to try to uh, look up for what what's going on with Rudy and stuff. Yeah, she went to the wall to see who was still missing. Yeah, that is when where uh, she read the letter. What uh, Paul is uh, uh, left there. Yeah, I know he left the letter there, but I don't remember him <clears throat> being tell. I remember him looking on another continent for Rudy. Mm-hmm. Not just Rudy, his wife and his mate. Uh, how many times do I have to say that? I don't remember him. I don't think he was ever searching for his wife. I remember him specifically looking for Rudius, but I don't remember him ever saying he was looking for his wife. So I, I, I guess we can blame you for that because it's been a while since we last uh, saw this series, you know. <laughs> so it is not really fresh in our minds. Okay. But, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Um, mm-hmm. It's so at the end of episode 11, which is where we left off, because that was the end of the season. It yeah. says that um, Rudius reconciles with uh, Rugerd, and Rudius keeps traveling with Eris and Rugerd all the way to a coastal city on the edge of the Demon Continent, unaware mm-hmm. that Roxy is also arriving at the continent to look for him, accompanied by two of Paul's former companions. Oh, yeah. Paul wasn't on the continent looking for Rudius. Roxy was looking for Rudius with Paul's companions. That's why I didn't remember it that way. All right. I knew I wasn't that crazy. Yeah, but, <laughs> but still, though, they're still looking. So they didn't m- mention that uh, both of uh, his wife and his mate are missing, too. Well, it's going on the plot of each episode. So this was just on the plot of episode 11. Um, oh, right. Because oh, no, Roxy no. Uh, saw the letter. So that is why Roxy go go to. Looking for them too. So we are both correct. So I said, aside from Paul and Norn, all members of the Grey Rat family are missing. Meanwhile, to request Rudius's party look for mysterious monster, blah 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 blah. So you're right. So all of them are missing. Yeah. But but Paul isn't looking for Rudius. Roxy is. Mm -hmm. Don't uh huh like you were right the whole time. I mean, I'm right the whole time. (laughs) No, you were not. You were partly right. That was partly right. And together, uh, we are both right. Yay. No, no yay. No yay. <laughs> no yay. <laughs> no yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let, let's, let's keep it going. Um, um, about the, the demon kind and stuff. That is when we saw the, the change of tone in this story. So what do you think of it? Was I mean, it supposed to be that way? I mean, it makes sense. They had to find a way to check Rudius to keep mm-hmm. him from being the almighty, all-knowing Rudius. 
But at the same time, it's like, y'all really had to take it to that level? Like, that's how y'all had to do it? Like, I y'all mean, had to let people <laughs> Y'all had to have hell of people though, Rudy decided to help this demon kind to solve the major issue that this will have, you know? Oh, you're talking about that part. No, no, he did that because, I think he did that because he know he needs his help, but at the same time, the god of man, I think, is that one. Yeah, um, uh, we need to talk about it. So, okay. why the god suddenly show up and give him, give this, uh, give Rudy a hint? Or, or maybe, I, like, forcing him to do something? In a well, way. No, he's, not, he's not forcing him, he's basically leading him. And yeah, it's Rudy. All right. That is the better wording for it. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's because I think Rudy is I think Rudy is just part of some game they're playing. And I think they're using him as some form of entertainment. So that just ruined the whole the whole series, don't you think? Not really. Not really. Because if Maybe. we still don't know how that's gonna play out. We don't know. If they're we, just watching oh, them, but what? But if it's a part of a game, oh, I mean, it's a beautiful story. The, this guy is trying to um, uh, make a new life, you know, get a second chance and stuff. And suddenly, he he was part of a game. Ah oh, man, oh man. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I don't know how to put it though. I mean, as if his death was uh, for nothing in a way. If you say so, I don't see it that way. Okay. Because you have to remember, we're not saying that he died in the human world because of this. We're saying that his reincarnation was part of that. Mm, Yeah, maybe. So So we're saying necessarily talking about his death in the human world, just his everything that happened. With the reincarnation, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, maybe maybe you are right. Maybe it's a part of a game. But um, what do you think when the 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 god suddenly uh, showed up and leading him towards something? What do you think? I mean, I'm more suspicious. Of, I'm more suspicious of the god, and like, yeah, why agree. are you agree? Right? So, like, some like that's not normal. I mean, does he supposed to die when he was hit by that that ray? I don't know. I think it just I think it just provided cover for him to for the god to interfere. I mean, he interfered twice already. <laughs> right. I think that just provided cover for him to do so. It was twice already. He said that um, uh, it, uh, help uh, help that guy. You will meet that guy and help that guy. Right, yeah. So I I don't know what's uh, what is going to happen next. We will see later this year though, because they promised that this year this uh show will get twenty three episodes. So we only have what like eleven, right? So we have another twelve this year. Yep. All right. So what else? Um, I mean, so, <laughs> so all right. Go on. Come on now. Um, um, so okay. Um, about the characters, who's your favorite characters? Uh, my favorite character is probably, probably Ghislaine. Oh yeah, I saw it coming from far away. Why not? How do you see that coming from far away? Because you like 
strong badass woman from the I get mean, one there's nothing wrong with a strong badass woman yeah. two that's not necessarily why i like her i like her because she's straightforward like she's she's great at what she does mm-hmm. she's i mean yeah, she's a strong badass woman she's got a giant o5 but that's not the point <laughs> i mean um, <laughs> That's not the point, if you get uh, hit by his butt alone, you will die. Right? Yeah, she 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 will she will pummel you into the ground. Um, but no, I like I like honestly I like how badass she is. Like when she when she jumps onto the battlefield, it's a wrap. So I, I I like her a lot. Of course, I mean that is what uh, trending. Uh, uh, what that is what uh, trending in cosplay back then. Not back then. Uh, pretty recently, people What? are starting to to cosplay as Gillian. Oh yeah, yeah. They better start hitting the gym. Mm. Not, not just that though. You you better have big boobs to to to, to show off that that costume. Yeah, that's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there are tricks. There are tricks for some costumes, like to give that a, to give that illusion. But she with, don't with wear that something. kind of costume, you cannot do anything about it. No, not wear enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you want to cosplay for you, huh? All right. So <laughs> for Vito, I will choose Roxy. I like Roxy so much. You would like Roxy. Yeah, I would like Roxy. And um, <laughs> I will give an um. As soon as she her off, she just lights you on fire. You like get you like chicks that'll step on you. Maybe. You've been through this before. You've been through this before. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I, I will give a run up to Zenith, um, Paul, Paul's uh, wife. So yeah, right there. I mean, what what guy, what kind of guy, uh, in his right mind, who who would go cheating on that one beautiful wife, a very loyal one too, you know. We really turned this from a favorite character thing into a wifey thing. You know that, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, okay. We don't have um, a, a woman to ask for this one, so I don't know where, where this one will lead to. But well, I mean, we're pretty sure if Megan was involved. She would have chosen Richard. So yeah. So. Don't you think that uh, Zenith is a good wife uh, with um, allowing Lilia to stay at that 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 house? Don't you think yeah. it's a, a very um, I don't know uh, right way to handle that situation? Despite being that you know that um, your your man can still uh do it behind you again after that i don't think paul is that stupid um and i don't think i don't i don't think that um i can't remember her name the the maid would betray her a second time i mean i i cannot blame lilia for that because even lilia gets horny uh when hearing them beating it (laughs) every night you know she's only human yeah So it is it is only right for her to do that, but yeah, still, I don't know, man. 
I I cannot see that any woman who uh, who will allow that kind of um, action. You know. So what I want to say, uh, what I want to see in in that uh, situation, though, uh, Zenif um, would uh, just uh, ask Paul to leave instead of Lilia. You know. That is what I want to see, but that didn't happen. Because she knows she couldn't handle taking care of the household and everything else by herself, even with Lilia. Yeah, because yeah, they are having a very hard time to keep up with uh, money and stuff. Yeah. Well, not only that, you've got two pregnant women mm -hmm. that are both going to be due at almost the same time. Yep. So there, there, there would be problems involved in that, in that logistically. Um, yeah. But um, so, who, who's your least favorite character? This is going to be hard. I don't like Paul. Really? Yeah. Just because he's a womanizer? Not, not because of he's a womanizer. Because he's, he's uh, he is uh, irresponsible in a way. Yeah, I don't mind he is a womanizer, but still, though. I gotta go with Eris. I mean, Eris is a typical um, Sundere character. He's annoying. Uh, she's annoying, I know. You no, hate. No, no. I don't like spoiled kids. I don't <laughs> like spoiled kids. I mean, what can you do? You, you, you live in a very um, wealthy uh, family, you are what very protected from, from people. What, what can you do? Whoop that ass. <laughs> that, that is why they, they asked Rudy to become um her no, no, they asked Rudy to become their tutor to try to teach her and maybe get her to under like to, to have someone reach her. That's not Rudy's job to teach your child discipline. Yeah. I mean, even um her parents cannot do anything about it. Because they because they got no backbone. Yeah. If your child comes out spoiled, it's your fault. All right. As a father of two, guess what? I know from whence I speak. My child, my kids start acting spoiled. Nope, we're going to fix that right now. But for her to show up and be like, you can't tell me what to do, and just start wailing on this fool, punching him in the face, and he just standing there like, that's my little girl. What's wrong with you? But at least so. But at least though she listens to her grandfather. Yeah, barely. Barely, yeah. <laughs> like, no, get your kid. Get your kid. I mean, uh, a bad parenting is a part to blame there. No, I don't even blame grandparents. Because grandparents, it's it's normal grandparent mo to spoil their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. That is normal mo. All right. So, all right. So let's move on then. So, do you have any favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene is probably gonna be that battle with that serpent, um, in the forest. Uh, oh, when the adventurer died, when um, uh, yes, um, after the adventurer died. I mean that. Uh, who's that demon guy name again? Rigard? 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 So when Rigard tried to save that kid and Rudy no, just no, no, saved not, it. Not after that part. 
I'm talking about the actual battle scene where they act, where Rudy oh, actually gets your. They are trying to they, help the 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 the, the older guy. The, the, yeah, yeah, the big. Uh, all right. I, I yeah, that, that is pretty badass. In, 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 yeah. Yeah, that scene I really I thought that's probably my favorite scene. So as for me though, um, it was uh, when, um, Rudy is casting his uh, like sand level uh, magic. <laughs> that is awesome. So, in a way, um, you just need to say the incantation to become legit. Uh, uh, kind of like uh, being ranked at that stage, in a way, right? What do you mean? So they didn't, um, uh, I guess, uh, measure your rank by your uh, mana or, or stuff. They measure it by if you can do that that magic itself. Are you talking about for the spells? Are you talking about yeah the... for the spells for you to yes. be wrecked at like a, yeah a, a water king or something like that? Yeah, it's your ability to actually do the spells. Yeah, they they didn't um, uh, measure uh, the people and put it in the rank. Why, why, why? It is hard for me to talk right now. <laughs> so what I was saying that um, they didn't measure mana as a part of uh, uh, ranking them uh, to to be a certain rank, right? Well, no, probably because you have to have a certain level of mana just to pull off that spell. Yeah, probably, maybe. There's still a lot more that we don't know about it. Yeah. Uh, but still, my my favorite scene is when um, uh, Rudy successfully in one go with with less effort, you know, just mm-hmm. say the incantation and yeah, become uh, you you already pass uh, surpass me. <laughs> Roxy said, "Oh man, that is what that is easy, you know, in a way." Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, how about your least favorite scene? Uh, probably when Eris was getting her ass beat when they got kidnapped. Oh, yeah, and Rudy thinks that it was a part of, of the act. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he knew it wasn't like yeah. He 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 still thought it to a point, but he was just like, yeah, this might be going a little too far. Yeah, he he thinks that, but he doesn't really do anything about it. Oh. I mean, you as a guy should protect woman, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but he knows all. He also knows that if this isn't his guy, the mm. chances of him being able to stop him are low because he doesn't know everything that's going on. Yeah, and he already he's already shown that he's going to be one who analyzes the situation long before he starts actually doing anything. Yeah. All right. So, with that being said, why you hate the the, the scene? The brutality of it. Yeah, it, it's a bit I much. I think that was a little brutal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, it is not an acting. It it is a real thing. Uh, I know, but it's I don't like the visual brutality of it. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. So for me though, it was when the the kid adventurer died, and Rudy, when Rudy hold them back, you know, when uh, Rijo, Rijo. How, how to say it? <laughs> when Rijo tried to save that kid and Rudy just said stop, 
we, we just uh, wait here and see. It is not the right time. And suddenly, see, I, see, I didn't like, have a yeah. I don't have a problem with that scene though because they chose to be adventurers. They have they know they have to risk their own lives to do this kind of work. And if you're willing to accept that risk, you're willing to accept that risk. You can't be mad. Like I can't be upset because Rudy wanted to be his cunning self and fucked up. Like, and then this kid died. Yeah, he died because he stepped into the role that he thought he can handle and he couldn't. So I, mean, I, I hate it because he has the power to save that kid. And he chose not to in that situation. I know it is part well, of a plan to, yeah, to, to show up last minute and stuff and become a hero. I know that. But still, though, when you have the power and choose not to do it, man. I, I, I know it's a part of a character development. I know that. I know that much. But still, though, I hate that scene. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like similar to you, though. It is a part of that scene. But yeah, you hate the brutality of it, right? Uh, it is kind of yeah. like the same to me as well. So I guess we talked uh, so much about the show, but we uh, barely... Um, cover everything about it so if you want to do it justice you better if you listen to this podcast and you still haven't watched the show what are you doing <laughs> well, yeah. but if oh, you still man. haven't watched the show and you've been listening to this podcast go yeah. check it out there's yeah, there's a lot it. more that goes down in the show than that we can we, even cover yeah there's so and... much happening in the show yeah If we cover it all, this is going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. nobody wants that. All no right. one's listening. So, <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that, man. I, I all right. That. So, um, we are about to finish the, this review. So, um, is this the... the is this show represent what Isekai is supposed to be? Well, I mean, it's definitely an isekai. I can't say that it represents what isekai is supposed to be mm-hmm. because it does kind of go off the rails into mm-hmm. a lot of other genres. Um, so I can't really say it's what isekai is supposed to be. I definitely say it is a strong isekai and it definitely has a lot of great parts to it. I mean, do you know that they made a studio just, just because they want to make, uh, they want to produce this show? They make a new studio for it. Did they? Yeah. No, I did not know that. So they, they created a studio dedicated to just this show alone. So that that's, is that's... why we 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 saw that a very beautiful scene and stuff, a very very detailed scene and everything because this studio is dedicated to this show alone. <laughs> well, I mean. They definitely came out with a strong first impression. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, do you think that with this kind of pace, pacing, this kind of pace, should this be like a a, a long continuous series instead of this like a seasonal thing? I think it'll be a longer series for sure. Um. I, I don't have a problem with being a seasonal thing just because that's the way that it seems to be going for most shows these days. I haven't seen like 
a long run series since probably uh, what was that uh, Ushio Tora what was uh, Black Clover and it 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 taking a break too after four yeah. hours. Well, I mean, if we're talking about just a straight run, Ushio Tora was probably the last one I saw. Um, All right. Before that was Beelzebub. They both ran straight through their stories like completely. Um, Beelzebub was something like 155 episodes. Ushio Tora probably around 60 episodes. Um, before they before they hit their ending, um, Black Clover is still going, is still ongoing in the manga, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in that regard, I mean, we can't really say that it's going to go as it, it, it's understandable. They have to take a break. Um, but for finished shows like Ushio Tora and uh, Beelzebub, they just they ran their full course. So, um, I don't think that most shows are doing that anymore. But yeah, I, I would the... like I would like more shows to to go with with the long series, you know, not just well, like the... eleven or twelve episodes, something like that, and stop for a while. Well, the problem with that is, is that well, you're talking about so you want you don't want it to be such long breaks in between seasons. You mean? I mean, that you mean too, like, but I I want it to be a, a long series like Boruto and stuff. Right, but you have to remember, if that was the case, we wouldn't be reviewing it now. Yeah, probably <laughs> we will not be, be um, able to to I'm, review it. Yeah, I'm fine either way. That's a good point too. Time. Right, I'm fine either way as long as the show gets its additional seasons. I'm still mad about Gate. Don't yeah, pull that, man. Yeah, who doesn't want their fair share of um, Grammarly? So, Rias, not like Rias Grammarly. Who's that? That 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 that. that. Rory Mercury, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so my one and only lolly waifu. The only, the only lolly waifu I'll ever accept. And that's because that bitch is 147 years old. <laughs> I mean, Roxy is a legal lolly too. Uh, she is, but uh, she's not my type. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So um, I I will definitely rec- recommend this uh, show to everyone. This is pretty good show. If you can put up with a slice of life part of it, the seventh episode of it, I mean you will be rewarded after that. And yeah, yeah other than it, its quirkiness and its weirdness, it's and those weird show. Yeah, it is a good show. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it. That is the end of our review of Jobless Reincarnation. We will surely come back to this show when, whenever that the second season or second part, whatever they call it, uh, fully released. And um, if you like what you hear uh, uh, over here, uh, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a follow uh, on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on. Um, and also, if you want to be a part of our uh, Watch Together crew, I, I will call it a Shitake crew from now on. Uh, next week, we are going to watch Onyx Equinox. Um, Shannon has been hinting at that show fr- from the beginning of the podcast for some reason. <laughs> so next week is going to be something special. So stay tuned for that. Um, other than... Not the Shitake crew, it's the Fanga family. Get it right. Man, that sucks. <laughs> Fanga family. Fuck you. 
We are the shiitake. We are shiitake mushrooms. We are the fungi family. Shiitake food. Get out of here. All right, guys. Um, let let's get it in in the comments below. Fungi family versus um shiitake crew. Fine. Right. Let us know what y'all want to be called. Y'all want to be the fungi family or you want to be the shiitake crew? Put it in the socials. Let us know what y'all want it to be called. In case yeah. you didn't know what the socials are, it is Shitake Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can drop us an email at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, uh, let's end the podcast like usual. Shannon, uh, you want to go first? Sure. So mm-hmm. they're being re- reincarnated as a baby in this world gives you boundless opportunities for opi. Even some that you know upon touching will mean your death. I'm talking about you, Gary. Right. Not you. <laughs> I mean, her butt is so hot. You know. <laughs> it's so hot. You, you just got to hope that the opi are jiggly. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. If it's a, like a stone, stone heart, <laughs> a heart as a stone, <laughs> That I don't know what hard. to say about that. I that would be hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the reason why that that clothing, the piece of clothing, ne- never move. You know, <laughs> that would be a good point. That'd be a good point. Yep. Uh, continue. On. Continue. On. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, guys, please use protection. Be safe, and please don't die. Oh my god. Alright, so Shannon, let's say it with me now. Um Shitake. Okay.